What is going on, podcast fans? Your host, No African, here bringing you another episode of Opportunity Unlocked. As always, thank you for tuning in. We have made it to episode 10 of the podcast, and what a journey it has been so far. To all of our amazing listeners, thank you for the support. I hope you have felt the inspiration from the amazing guests on this show as much as I have. And for this week's dose of inspiration, we dive into the mind of an Olympic athlete as we talk with Jenna Kyra, the captain of Canada's senior women's national softball team. Jenna started out at Syracuse University's D1 softball team in 2009, captaining the team for the 2011 and 2012 seasons. As a pitcher, she broke more records there than I think I can count, being the first player in the history of the Big East Conference to record 1,000 strikeouts and the all-time leader at Syracuse for games played, wins, shutouts, and innings pitched. Wow. She was named an All-American in 2012. Jenna joined Team Canada in 2009 and has been team captain since 2013. She has won five medals competing for Canada, including one gold and two silver at the Pan American Games and two bronze medals at the World Championships. Jenna and Team Canada qualified for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics that were supposed to kick off in July of this summer, but like almost all other events worldwide, it has been heartbreakingly postponed. In this discussion, Jenna and I talk about coping with this difficult news and the life of an Olympic athlete in isolation. Let's go. Jenna, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Well, thank you very much for having me, Noah. This is uh, of course. really exciting. Amazing. So, so you're deep into a, a quite long and illustrious softball career now, uh, winning championships for Syracuse, Team Canada. You're doing coaching as well. You know, when you when you think back to what sports has done for you and, and how it's shaped your character, are there any you know specific elements of of who you are today that that athletics has really helped to develop? I think athletics has really shaped me as a person. I mean, I started playing softball when I was four years old. Um, and then played multiple sports throughout my, um, pretty much my childhood, teenage years, and adulthood. Um, and I think what I've really taken from sport is just all the life skills that I've um, learned from and the people that I've met. I feel like I've learned so much from other people. Um, I've had so many wonderful mentors that I keep in touch with today. Some of my best friends I've met through sport, you know, and through sport, I've learned to stay curious. I've been okay to ask for help. And then I've learned that preparation is a key to success. And I feel that some of those elements I've been able to take outside of sport and apply to my daily life. Um, and then, you know, really through sport, I've been able to travel and see the world. And I think it's given me a deeper appreciation of the country that we live in, Canada, um, and how fortunate we are to be in such a well-diverse, free country. Um, and it really does give me a great perspective of who I am, where I'm from, and who I get to represent on the field when I wear the Team Canada jersey. Mm-hmm. So you, you really would say you feel that you know when you get to play for Team Canada, that Canadian pride is something that's important to you. Oh, absolutely. That's a part of our core values, actually. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, with sport, I feel like what I've really learned, too, is the value of teamwork, Um, how to work together, how to communicate effectively, and stay focused on a common goal. You know, these are things that I've taken with Team Canada, especially. You know, even though we play as a sport, it is, to me, uh, in a way, it is my job. 
and we take it very seriously. And I feel that with strong teamwork, like we are able to really focus on a mission and um, have a goal where we all buy into and that we are striving for. Um, and for us right now, it's to win a gold medal at the Olympics. Um, I think finally, like the last thing for sure is how to deal with adversity. Um, you know, in sport, you go through ups and downs, especially in baseball, softball, it's a game of failure. (laughs) Um, and the best way to manage it is just to have a growth mindset. Um, I feel like when you have loss, the only way to get through it is to reflect and find other ways to get better and to recover from it and to see failure as an opportunity to learn. So through the game, these are ju- those are just little examples of all the lessons I've already learned um, and through the people that I've met to share their stories on how I can also be better as an individual leader um, and player. Uh-huh, that's amazing. In the context of teamwork, you've also had the opportunity to hold a leadership position in, in athletics, being the team captain of, of Syracuse and Team Canada. What are your leadership values or the qualities that you found to be most effective leading those teams to winning seasons and winning championships? I think my leadership values have changed or call it evolved um, throughout my years of playing. Um, but you know, I have a few that I think I've lived by. Um, and it really depicts just the person that I am at heart. Um, first and foremost, I think respect is a big one. Um, regardless of your position, the way I see it is that everyone has a role and has a voice. Um, I believe that you know respect is a two-way street. And this area is strengthened when you have an established team culture and identity. And through that, I think also leads to trust. So when you respect one another, when you know you know, who, who, what each person brings, um, and who they are and what they stand for. I think, um, that really allows for, um, better direction and growth within your team, call it company, organization, whichever. Um, for me, I think another thing is courage. Uh, I believe you should do the right thing on and off the field and you need to hold yourself and your teammates accountable. But, you know, accountability is only successful when team expectations are clearly built and lived out every day. Um, As a leader, it's scary to have to confront when there's a problem. But part of your role is to have the courage to step in because people are counting on you to do the right thing. And that's at least in my in my eyes, something that is a crucial leadership value to me. Uh-huh. And in this environment now where you are on Team Canada, supposed to be playing in the Olympics this summer, unfortunately was postponed to next summer, which, you know, I could imagine as an athlete can be pretty heartbreaking. I know you you were doing, you know, training camp in February for a number of weeks there, building sort of that team dynamic and then having to postpone it for for pretty much a year. How do you confront that individually and as a team with, you know, your goal mm-hmm. being at the end of the day to win gold for Canada? I think it has to come down with acceptance of the circumstances that we're in. Um, you know, it's, it's tough. Everyone's going through it in different, everyone's dealing with this in different ways, but I think as long as we stay focused on what our goal is and what our mission is, we're going to be in a better, not better, but I think we're just going to be able to stay 
focus on the path that we were headed on originally in 2020. Um, I think we need to you know, respect in a, how people are feeling and be and allow them to express their thoughts in a non-judgmental way. I think when you look at society, we think about how we should be feeling, oh, this is the time where you should learn new things or, oh, it's okay to do this and to do that. But everyone is different. And as long as we can acknowledge that this is how each person is feeling and we can rally together and continue forward while understanding what everyone is going through and supporting each other by leaning on one another, um, I think that's the one way that we can get through this and be successful coming up for 2021. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of, you know, leaning on each other, you guys as a team right now, how are you, how are you maintaining a strong team dynamic in this remote setting? Um, you know, working to, to communicate um, regularly and in a way that's, you know, authentic and also, uh, you know, strengthening relationships and, and maintaining those strong relationships with your teammates. Yeah, I think we're trying to be very creative with that part. Um, we are, as players, meeting weekly, so Monday nights. Um, and it's really, we gave the, uh, from a captain's point of view, we gave the girls a choice on whether we wanted to hold weekly meetings, um, if we wanted to have a theme, you know, anything just to stay connected. Because connection is a big part right now when you feel just isolated and you can't do the things that you love to do every day. Um, so we're doing Zoom calls. Uh, we have um, a virtual camp going on right now. Um, that is an eight-week course that our sports psych is um, running. Um, we're reading a lot of uh, books. We are pretty much studying the mental side of the game because our physical part is obviously put on hold. So how can we, you know, have an edge at this time and how can we continue to grow as individuals and as a team collectively? Um, another fun thing that we do is like we did, we do some book clubs. Uh, one of my teammates is actually leading that. So we're just, uh, reaching out to one another to see like, how can we pull from each other's strengths to keep everyone united? Um, Mm -hmm. and then we're all, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Doing a book club. Yeah, I mean, we're, they're going through Harry Potter right now, or uh, it <laughs> the classics. A, I love yeah, it. Absolutely, classic seven. Um, but then also, they're also you know reading books on leadership, or you know, tell me who, what inspired you, what book inspired you, and how do you carry that through your life? Um, so things like that, and then also just sharing um, our expertise, our stories with communities across Canada. So we're doing actually a lot of um, free uh, Zoom calls with SOPL organizations just to share, you know, our Team Canada journey and trying to inspire the next generation um, and to keep their spirits high because at the moment, I mean, these girls, um, their seasons are put on hold just like us. So how can we rally together to ensure that, you know, we're, our spirits are high and we're still learning and we're still learning, having that growth mindset, and just to share with one another what we're doing during this time. I think that's amazing that you guys are, are communicating with the uh, with the younger generation. I'm sure the message is is quite uh, impactful for them as well. You know, with your with your stories as, as uh, Olympians, um, you know, having to persevere through this. Touching back on that uh, workout plan that you guys are doing, and uh, how you are adapting as an athlete in isolation from a lifestyle that is highly active and highly mobile to a little bit more confined. 
Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, the workouts you're doing, how, you know, nutrition is going, um, and sort of maybe a little bit of the, some of the changes um, that you've seen and been working on for this, uh, for this new environment? Sure. Well, to give you some perspective on what it used to be like <laughs> before this uh, COVID-19, uh, we were working out six days a week, um, whether it was in the gym lifting weights to speed training, cardio. Um, and then after that, we'd go right into softball practice or um, when we were together, we were inter-squatting. Um, so just very active throughout um, our, our, you know, from October to February, well, pretty much March. Um, so very, very high intensity, high focus. Um, when we came back and now that we are in isolation, things have definitely changed because I don't have, for example, a trap bar where I can try and, you know, lift 300 pounds three days a week or whatever. Right. So I literally have two 40 pound dumbbells. I have a Pilates ball, a yoga mat <laughs> and a little stool. <laughs> and, uh, and I have my, my dog's dog food, which he has allowed me to nice. use for a little bit extra <laughs> resistance training. Um, so it's just about being creative and being transparent on, uh, with our team on what each person has. Um, and then that gives our strength coach an idea as to what types of, uh, training we can do and how he can make modifications based on what we have. Um, so we have a structured program that is three days a week, and then he is encouraging everyone to, try other things as well. So I'm doing yoga five days a week at 9am with one of my uh, childhood friends. So that's a, my accountability partner. And then I'm doing some uh, bar classes. So B-A-R-R-E um, online just to try something different. It's high intensity, low impact movement. So that's great to keep the body strong. And you know, just it's warm enough where I can get my uh, running in my interval training in uh, just to at least maintain what we've gained um, and try not to lose any of that. So, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So in regards to, you know, training in a, in a team environment and that high energy, high motivation, uh, you know, there's, it's, it's kind of like the, the, that intangible energy booster that working around, working out around other people provides versus now having to do that, pretty much entirely independently, mm -hmm. maybe doing it virtually. Um, but you know, it's definitely not being the same. How are you, how are you sort of finding that motivation, staying accountable to yourself, to the team and, you know, ensuring that you're, you're exercising as, as you hope to. Mm -hmm. Well, I think first and foremost, we have a very strong team culture where uh, I truly believe that each and every single person is doing their job at their very best in their best way to do what they have to do to stay strong. And that gives me, you know, motivation just as much because I want to make sure that I'm doing what I can for the team. Um, because as I said earlier, we still have a job to do. We're still on a mission to win gold and, you know, the, the Olympics are postponed. They're not canceled. And that just gives us even more motivation to keep pushing through what I've learned through this time um, through self-isolation is that I am very self-motivated. <laughs> you know, I love working out with my teammates um, and I wasn't sure how this was going to look being at home by myself. Um, but I've been able to maintain to uh, you know, keep up with my schedule that I lay out every week. 
Um, I've been very disciplined with getting my workouts in and staying connected with people. Um, uh, we work together with our teammates to uh, challenge each other through social media and doing fitness challenges. Um, so just trying to find ways to you know, stay true to who I am and what I need um, and making sure that I stick to my schedule because that's what I know I need. Um, and then also reaching out to each other to ensure that, you know, if anyone ever needs help, we're there for them. And then finding fun ways to keep them motivated through fitness challenges, um, whether it's on social media, whether it's through our phone calls every week, um, just trying to be creative and have some fun with it, bring some laughter to this time. For sure, for sure. And that that accountability that you're, you're sort of trying to put into place with your teammates and, and with your friends, has that have you found that to be, you know, a key component of what's led to your discipline in, in isolation? I think so. I definitely part of it. I mean, with accountability, we, for me personally, I don't want to let anyone down. You know, I, when we come back together, whenever that is, I want people to know that when they look at me, I'm as strong as I possibly can, I, I, I you know, and um, I, and I know that that's something that we've talked about as a team collectively. You know, in terms of accountability, when we show up, like we're going to be trying to be just as fit so that we don't have to go two steps back. Like if it's only one step back, we're ready to go forward together. Um, so at, in terms of accountability, I think it's important to have those conversations up front, honestly. Um, so everyone knows what the expectations are. If you don't know what the expectations are, you can't hold anyone accountable. So our team's done a really great job at painting a clear picture of what we can do right now and how we look to move forward Mm -hmm. as a team. And I think that's a really good point that you made earlier about, you know, the Olympics aren't canceled, they're postponed. Um, Mm -hmm. And taking that message and and sort of extrapolating it, I think that it's easy to lose sight of the fact that soon enough, there will be a sense of normalcy um, in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, things that were planned will continue to go as planned, um, altered and changed, but planned. Um, And it's important Mm -hmm. not to just to just kind of give up on, you know, your habits, routines that work for you normally because of this, of this environment. So I think that's awesome that you guys have sort of come to that realization. Yeah. I think you make a great point too. You know, as you were saying that, I think it's important for people to understand that during this time, like this is unprecedented times, right? So it's like, we need to be able to accept this and everyone's going to go through this in their own ways. But if we can accept and adapt, then we're going to come out stronger. You know, take this time to be able to learn new things, you know, have apply some self-growth into your daily living. You know, go to bed and ask yourself, what did you learn today? How did you get better today? You know, who did you connect with today? Um, and if I think if you have, if you ask yourself those questions, I think it keeps you in a better mindset. So that when we get through this, to get, when we get out of this, whatever that looks like, whether it's an old normal or a new normal, yeah, um, we'll be okay. Uh huh. And I think you know, in regards to more of what we what can be done to help us grow during this time, helping those who are um, you know less fortunate, who may be suffering economically or health wise um, due to mm-hmm. these due to the circumstances, helping those people and figuring out ways to contribute is is an awesome way to spend your time. Um, 
which I bring up because I know you know you're you work in sports partnerships at Canadian Tire, and Canadian Tire just made um, a big donation uh, to COVID relief. If you wanted to just uh, talk about that and tell us about that, yeah, I think Canadian Tire, man, I feel extremely fortunate to be a part of such an amazing Canadian iconic company. I stand by everything that they represent, and you know what they did for. Canada with their donation, I think it just shows who they are and like what their core values are as a company. And, you know, this is a time where we all need to come together. And I think Canadian Tire really stepped up and um, they showed leadership in their own way uh, to help uh, the way they could um, our, our, our country. An amazing, an amazing, uh, an amazing undertaking, and an, I'm sure going to be a big help. And and what a, like you said, iconic Canadian brand um, supporting the country. So that's awesome. To wrap up here, I wanted to ask you, you know, in terms of, you know, you've talked a lot in the, in the past, and even in this interview as well about about um, the sort of mental toughness that athletics has instilled in you and helped you develop over the years through competing, being a part of a team. Can you talk a little bit about the mental toughness, taking the mental toughness you've developed from athletics and bringing it into our our lives as we battle COVID and uh, this new environment? Mm-hmm. It's important for people to, to know what their strengths are and understand that we have the power to bring them out during this time. And I think that's one way to you know, work through mental toughness is by focusing on what you can bring and how you can help strengthen people around you. Um, it can help with your own mental health and it can also help with someone else's. Um, also, I think it's important to be okay with feeling frustrated, feeling angry, or even confused around this time. I think it's important to acknowledge that these feelings exist, but don't make them part of you. Learn how to separate these feelings from yourself and think about how you can work through it. A perfect example is something that I literally went through uh, probably last week. I was working out and I'm lifting these weights and I know that I don't feel as strong as I know that I could be at this point. And I felt angry. I felt frustrated with the whole situation that was, you know, that's happening. Um, but I had to, you know, through mental toughness, I rec- I learned how to recognize it. I recognized how how my negative self talk was affecting me personally, and I had to readjust readjust my self talk and make it into something positive. And I said, I'm doing what I can with what I have, and that's how, you know, the self talk has been so crucial in how I've been successful through my sporting life. Um, Negativity can just pull you down. It can really just drain you. But if you can really, if you can catch it, change it, and then find ways and cues that help make you believe it, that's only going to help change your mindset for the better. Um, And then finally, just being true to who you are and understand what you need in this moment. You know, someone, we, we, uh, we spoke with a Navy SEAL once and he said something so great. He said, if it's raining outside, 
don't lie and say that it's sunshine. <laughs> you know, be be real with what is really happening around you. Don't don't lie about it. Don't fake it. Accept with what you what's around you, but learn how to work through it. And I think I've really t- taken those um, learnings and have just applied it to my mental toughness on the field, but then also where I'm at right now in isolation. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Jenna, thank you so much for your wise words and thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you very much for having me, Noah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Opportunity Unlocked. If you want to learn more about our guest, look back at the key takeaways of our discussion, or check out any of the content that was mentioned, you can find it all in the episode notes below. And if you enjoyed, make sure to subscribe and give the podcast a review in the Apple Podcasts app. Thank you for checking in and stay tuned for more episodes with exciting business leaders coming soon.